Kirsty Bedford, our award-winning former news editor here at Travel Writers Radio, is now part of the editorial team at successful tourism publisher Signature Media. Kirsty tells Graham Kemlo about the latest edition of their magazine that spells out the reasons behind the growing demand for sustainable luxury travel experiences. Kirsty, welcome back to Travel Writers Radio. Thank you, Graham. It's good to be here. Lovely to have you there, Kirsty. Now, it must be fun being back in the magazine publishing business. It certainly is. It's great to be back, back uh, with the, and particularly with the Signature Media team, given the calibre of um, publications that they produce. Uh, Signature Media um, pr- produces Signature Luxury Travel and Style magazine, and also Vacations and Travel magazine. We've got a suite of of about five publications that we produce. And Signature, for those who remember, is the old Diners Club magazine, isn't it? But it's obviously a far cry from what it used to be. Well, uh, Cathy actually launched it during the global financial crisis, Cathy Wagstaff, who's the group editor of Signature Media. And the magazine has managed to be sustained even through the global pandemic. So it's quite a feat, really. Um, Cathy's a bit of an entrepreneur as far as print publications go and evolving, obviously, into also digital Disclaimer from my side is I have actually written a couple of stories for Signature over the years, so um, I'm I'm somewhat familiar with it. What's the latest uh, happenings in in your part of the world? I, I guess you're still focused on the luxury end of the market, but has there been any sort of shift in the luxury uh, travel? I guess you know the definition of luxury is 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 always changing, and but a key focus not just in luxury, but I guess more broadly, but certainly affecting the luxury market is sustainability, and we're certainly seeing a lot more tourism organisations and businesses now taking uh, leading action in this area, and Cathy has made a commitment to working with sustainable operators across all of our publications at Signature Media, and in in the uh, Last issue, actually, of Signature Luxury Travel and Style, the entire magazine was actually dedicated to it with a section called The Green Book. And there, if, if anyone has, has read that issue or can have a look at that back issue, Cathy stated that luxury travel is not compromised by sustainability as once was perceived. And actually, research shows that one in three affluent travellers now will spend more to support operators and reducing their carbon footprint. Now, that's something that we've seen in research in relation to luxury travel, right. that these this higher-end sort of affluent travellers, and actually travellers generally, are increasingly saying that they firmly believe in environmental initiatives and will actually look at supporting people who are actually going down that route. So Hmm. quite a good example is a little Pacific country called Palau, and they've launched an initiative called Allow Palau, which is actually a world-first initiative that rewards people who respect the environment. So basically how it works is if you go and visit there and you do right by the environment, so even things as simple as using reef safe sunscreen, you get points and then you get access to exclusive cultural experiences. So things that the locals would only know about and things okay. like you can get to go and, and have um, visit people in, in private homes, see, see villages that otherwise are um, not accessible, see hidden caves, that sort of thing. Okay, that sounds interesting. I, I wonder how you get your points allocated. Do you, does someone walk along the beach to check your sunscreen or...? <laughs> So basically, the the initiative is um, will operate through an app, 
Right. Uh, but but also basically the tourism operators will be allocating you points for certain okay. things you do and you can um, carbon op- offset flights and things like that. And then depending on uh, um, you know on how many points you get, then that that sort of determines what experiences that it opens up for you. So it was actually led by the chiefs who want to protect the environment and see you know because with um, tourism returning post pandemic. They see that they want to ensure that they protect their incredibly pristine environment, particularly Palau, which is really renowned by top-end divers because of its incredible marine life. Yeah, so okay. So that's, that's something that they're pretty determined to protect. And that's a very obvious initiative, and they've, if they've got an app, etc., then they've obviously put some work into executing it, so that makes a lot of sense. Is the, is the move towards the environment, is, is that sort of led by the millennial generation, or are the baby boomers the ones with the money to spend on travel? Are they now getting a little bit more conscious, a bit more, you know, we're not going to travel just because we can, we're going to travel because we want to contribute to a, a third world country or... Um, what's the demographic, do you think, behind this move in the travel sector? I, I think you're right. I think, it, it, um, as you say, it, it does seem to be quite widespread, the demographics in, rela- in regards to people understanding, I think, sustainability. I mean, it used to be that people didn't even, even sort of five or ten years ago, possibly even five years ago, people didn't even really know what sustainability really meant. And I think now it's become something that people are understanding. We obviously are seeing statistics um, about the damage that we're causing to the environment. And even with the Allow Allow Palau, when they were coming up with that idea, they also did some global research that showed 90% of people wanted to experience a destination that had a natural environment and a culture and learn how to protect it. So that's the important aspect is people don't just want to go somewhere that is actually pristine and ha- and are sort of saying they're doing sustainable initiatives. They want to know how they can help. And that, that particular research also found 72% said sustainability and how an environment is preserved as an important factor to where and, and what they'll do. So I guess that goes back to what we were saying before about how it's something that's not just driven by tourism leaders and by businesses, but travellers are actually demanding it. So, which is, you know, which is fa- fabulous because that will obviously lead to and, and create some change. Hmm. It's interesting because in the business sector, uh, as, as you and I both know, this concept of corporate social responsibility has been in play for decades, really, where a company going on a conference would give a, a day or a half a day to a local community activity, whether it's planting trees or, um, well, I don't know, the full gamut of what they might do, but it's something to really give back, to, to have some legacy from your event that is of benefit to the local community. And that now seems to be spreading much more broadly and into the leisure market uh, as well, which is a good thing. Yes, definitely. And even it goes obviously much more, like you say, it's it's, a, it's a, such a broad issue. And particularly if you look at things like wildlife, so there is increasing importance in particularly for travellers at looking at their making sure they're supporting ethical operators and uh, the latest issue of signature luxury travel and style that's something that we really focused on and um, it had a wildlife focus and really covers how wildlife and luxury travel has evolved and the importance of ensuring that you know that we are using and dedicating ourselves to um, and looking at who these sustainable and ethical operators are because 
The way that we're used to experience, obviously, wildlife has drastically changed. There's been such an evolution in, in, in the way that we can now experience it and considering things and visiting people who are actually giving back to con- conservation so that when you visit um, and you're having a wildlife interaction that you make sure that you research and look at, at, at how they are operating, ensuring, obviously, that the level of care is there and, and, also, and importantly, what they're doing to give back. Right. I mean, even there was a piece we did in uh, in this latest issue about other things you can do, for instance, buying art for conservation. So there's there's a, a foundation called the David Shepherd Foundation, which was set up by artist David Shepherd, who's who mm. turned into a cons- um, conservationist, and he basically his entire mission in life was to protect the wildlife that he felt that he owed his success too so because he painted them he wanted to give back to them and he collaborated with artists and he also sells his own work and 50% at least 50% of that fund goes back into conservation and that foundation has already given away close to about 19.5 million dollars in grants so there are certain ways that we we you know that we can consider uh, where we spend our money and how we have our um, travel experiences and ensuring that obviously that that's giving back. So that's all part of that sustainability circle. And it's definitely something that uh, Signature Media is made, making a, a really strong commitment to mm. as far as, you know, who we're featuring in the magazine. And when, when we talk about this issue of, of the wildlife protection, say, we're not just talking about the third world countries that are desperate to get any tourists there. So if you want a parade of elephants down the main street, they'll organise it. But are we talking about... Uh, the first world countries like, uh, you know, whale watching in Hawaii or um, swimming with the dolphins in, in Port Phillip Bay, for example, uh, is, is it that broad? Absolutely. And, you know, Graham, having had many wildlife encounters yourself and I've seen your fantastic photography from um, those experiences that, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's something that's life-changing when you come that close to an orangutan or you know you see the first time that you see lions and but but like you say it it, it really is uh, a global issue and something that's happening everywhere in the world I think a lot of it comes back to demand so there, there is definitely a shift and travelers are increasingly wanting to know and doing their research and having a look at the way people are operating and so that will have a, a really uh, significant impact on what's on offer and what people are prepared to do and where they're prepared to spend their money. Okay. So, well, it sounds great. So if people want to check out the latest uh, edition of, of Signature Media's magazines, where do they go? Well, you can just go to signaturemedia.com.au and have a look at our titles there. We, In the latest issue, which is a wildlife-focused issue, we're also um, covering off some stories about New Zealand because New Zealand is obviously now opening up to Australians and, and we've also got a, a special ski. So something for everyone. There certainly is. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> well, Kirsty, good luck with that. and So it's great to talk with you and to know that you're there and we'll look forward to chatting with you again to get a bit of an update on what are the trends in travel. Thanks a lot. Thanks for your time, Graham. Kirsty Bedford of Signature Media on sustainable luxury travel. Go to www.signaturemedia.com.au This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.